get into geek we are talking some movies marvel sony side universe whatever it's being called we're talking about venom here we're finally back for another movie review my name is mitch joining me two gibsons the not related ones we got maddie is it side got piece Brendan. Side hello piece, you reckon? yeah side piece what you and the gibson oh no i was just talking about, what you're oh, saying right. about the whole marvel sony uh, i'm not saying side bitch but i want to say you know but side side I'd be you, maddie but you are a side piece too the Gibsons is what you're saying as well? Like it's a double? Oh. Right? I didn't sure. Didn't sure. <laughs> yes and? <laughs> yes and. All <laughs> uh. oh, right, well, we are here to... Uh, we're going to do what we uh, usually do. One podcast, we'll try and uh, maybe sum up our thoughts uh, in a little bit of a non-spoilery type way and then we'll just crack into a full all-out discussion. It's the three of us here. I'm hoping that uh, my brother Link will be able to join us. He's going to join us down the line, so if he can actually work out how to press the buttons, he'll be here. But if he's not here, mm. no one will be surprised. Do you know what I'd love him to do? I'd love him to join in a podcast from the gym because he normally listens <laughs> to the po- to podcasts while he's at the gym. Yeah. So I'd love for him to like... He'd be like, 99, 100. <laughs> oh, sorry, boys. Oh, he does, that for the, he does that for the bedroom as well when he calls in. As if um, he gets to 100. Yeah. But... Um, oh, he forces himself. He's done by 10, but he forces himself to 100. Um, but I'd love him to like join a podcast from the gym because then like the next day at the gym, he'll listen to himself podcasting from the gym while he's at the gym. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. It's it's too in for him. I don't know if he'd understand that. <laughs> so much to work out. Wow. You know, well, he is on his way home from the gym right now. That's mm. what I said. I'm like, can you join the podcast? Because just driving home from the gym. Like, of course you are. I don't know where else you drive. And the car goes there itself. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, Venom. Non-spoilery very quickly if we can uh, get away with that. Uh, anyone want to go first in particular? I know, Brendan, you've seen it most recently. Um, mm. or did? Yeah, well, the thing is, I saw it after there was heaps of backlash. I thought that the movie was going to be shit, so I wasn't expecting much. Mm. Mm. I mean, I wasn't anyway because of what's happened previously with the Venom incarnation in yeah. Spider-Man 3. Mm. But I went and, into this... you know, villainy, yeah. like, anti-villain movies, like, aka yeah. Suicide Squad. Like, yeah, oh, God, Anything. Yeah. Like even, terrible. Like, you think about Disney, that Maleficent. It's like, we're going to make a movie about the villain. Yeah. You're like, shit, this is going to be fresh. It's like, oh, even no, the villain um, is actually the misunderstood hero, and the heroes are actually the villains. I'm like, yeah. Even fine. the horrible uh, latest post-killing um, joke, the um, Batman and Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. Where they got the... the um, not the main blonde chick, Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory, but mm. the other, the nerdy one that yeah, plays yeah, yeah. Bernadette. Um, I can't remember the actress's name. Oh, yeah. They got heard put on a Boston accent and play Harley Quinn. Yeah, right. Um, and it was terrible. Yeah, because <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco is doing the new DC animated or DC Universe series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but the other actress, it's going to bug me now that I can't remember her name. Um, yeah, she did this um, Batman and Harley Quinn sort of animated film. And it was terrible as well mm. so it seems yeah you know when you're trying to do anti-hero stuff aside from you know deadpool yeah. um mm. i'd say he's more a hand anti-hero than he is an yeah he's definitely an yeah. anti-hero yeah. anti-villain yeah. kind of thing but I, yeah i gotta say i actually enjoyed this i mm. didn't mm. i didn't mind it and i think yeah a lot of, obviously tom hardy carried it without a doubt mm. and yeah i especially liked the whole kind of jekyll and hyde aspect of it i didn't really expect that much from the venom character I got a lot more. It reminded me a little bit of Little Shop of Horrors in a way. It's like, feed me. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. See, it's funny you say Jekyll and Hyde. I thought they would actually lean into that more. Yeah, me too. But they I didn't. was hoping for it. Yeah. Well, no, I, I was worried there was going to be two Jekyll and Hyde. Mm, yeah, okay. But I didn't, it, for me, it was almost like more like a, like a buddy cop thing. Like yeah. it was, you know, like a road trip buddy cop type thing. There mm. wasn't too much of this 
like they were aware of each other and they're communicating to each other and I was worried it was going to be a bit too sort of Jekyll and Hyde, like too... Yeah, too internal. Two um, yeah. psyches fighting over the same body, mm. like fighting for control, but not actually really conversing with each other. And I think that's where all the gold is, is Venom and Eddie conversing. Their their communication back and forward, mm. I think, was the um, the most interesting part of the film. Tom Hardy did one of those things that, I know it worried me, but it's it's becoming a trend when you know a movie's a piece of shit basically because about two or three days before the international release he came out or in an interview he didn't so much come out and make a public statement but he said oh I think they they cut like 30 or 40 minutes worth of my favourite buddy cop or right. Jekyll and Hyde oh, yeah. type scenes where he so said he's like trying to get ahead of it to make fr- excuses yeah and I thought mm. oh man don't 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 say that I mean again you, you you would just film so much shit and it's just like see what works in the editing bay mm, and yeah. you know as long as it doesn't fit with the story it's just what fun stuff do, can we pepper in but it it, it worried me a little bit, not as much as when Fantastic Four, which was a shit movie a couple Oof. of years ago, but Josh Trank, you know, made that movie, then basically got removed from his own film. They reshot a bunch of it, and a day, a, a day before the movie came out, now, now they didn't do any previous screenings. They did. They had embargo that released like the day of the film opening. Um, the director came out and said, "This is not my movie. I will. I, I take no ownership and no responsibility <laughs> over this film. You will. Ne- I, we made a cut that was mine, and it was a good movie. And you will never see it. Mm. This is not my film." Everyone's like, "Well, you've you know done no favors for your own film, but if you don't yeah. care, then he whatever." Care. He got his paycheck, and then it came out, and it wasn't great. <laughs> and we so, never saw him again. <laughs> actually, happened. <laughs> the, the, he was supposed to direct a Star Wars movie. And they're like, what? "What? Who are you?" Close the door, <laughs> yeah. lock it, call the cops. Um, yeah, I was I was the same deal as well. I went in. I'm, I remember back uh, what middle of I want to say middle of last year. I was getting on a plane, and before we took Travel off, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> going through Good looking passport, buddy, <laughs> trying to like look up some stuff on. On, on my phone before takeoff and there was an announcement just made said Tom Hardy Ruben Fleisch the director teaming up to make Venom and I'm like what? Tom Hardy like it just seemed like almost fan casting but like a you know mm. a Back to the Future where there's like Jaws 17 it was just that yeah, sort yeah. of thing where it was like that that's not a movie that would be made in real life and I was just starting to feel good about the whole Sony Marvel partnership being able to use Spider-Man you know and obviously he can be used in the MCU movie Sony Sloan Control and they make all the money off the and it, Spider, you know Homecoming wasn't the greatest movie in the world but I still enjoyed it and the fact that they, they were slowly merging I'm like Sony good you can hold those rights but you, you're playing and you're letting other people basically tell you what to do and then it's like we're going to make a Venom movie that'll stand by itself and <laughs> Spider-Man won't be a part of it I'm like what the f*** are you doing it's yeah. like they, 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 you know, they, they went out on their first day of work. They had a good day. All of a sudden, they come in the next day. They think they're the manager. But um, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to see another Spider-Man three. No, but no. I was, yeah, I didn't mind so much that they took it away from it if it's its own thing. Yeah. But I also didn't want to see another Rogue One. I didn't want to say, "Hey, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna make a movie mm. set in the universe and not have any of the things that you like about it in the universe." Yes. Mm. It's like. Gotham, you know, it's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna make mm. Gotham. It's like we're gonna do this, but you're never gonna no see Batman. Batman. It's yeah. like, what's the yeah. point then? Yeah. So that's that's what yeah. I was really concerned about with this film. I was like, how? I didn't think, you know, I mean, granted, like my knowledge of like Venom and Carnage and all those symbiotes kind of thing is very very limited. Like mm. I only know them as far as they relate to Spider-Man from like you know the the cartoons from like the 90s mm. and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, my main concern was how how are they gonna fill an entire film? Like you know, the Killing Joke. Great comic book, shit house movie. Because, mm-hmm. you know, not all great comics translate into a good film. So that's why I was like, oh, is, is Venom going to be able to hold a film on his own? And mm. 
I mean, I went in with rock bottom expectations, and yeah. I came out. which you never do. In <laughs> <fairness>. <laughs> no, I, I was I was actually glad to hear that because we we had, we hosted a screening, but I actually couldn't stick around and watch it. Uh, you stayed there. You had some family, so you did stick around and watch the movie. And for me, it was almost like throwing in a smoke bomb into a room and then just running. <laughs> I don't want to hear about what Maddie thinks about the movie until after I've seen it because I'm already going in with a certain viewpoint that I just can't get away from because I'd heard that it's a bit of a train wreck in the sense that some things work. Like the Tom Hardy Venom stuff, it works, but beyond that, there's no story, blah, 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 blah. And I was the same. I come out and I'm like, that was actually a fun couple of hours. Yeah. It mm. like It's not really about anything. Like if someone goes, what's the plot? It's like, well... Yeah, that's hmm. true. Like, it's not about anything, but it's fun. It's I've heard the comparison that it's very much like a, a superhero movie from pre-MCU era. It's like yeah. the, the early 2000s. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, is it, For me, bad. it's kind of The Incredible Hulk, mm. like the Edward Norton one, a little bit better than that. It, it pro- in the, in the fact that that was way better than the, the first Hulk. Yeah. Mm. And, you, and it actually, I kind of don't want to ruin it, but the ending reminded me a little bit of that. Yeah, oh, with yeah. The monsters mm. and whatnot. I'd take this over either Hulk movie. Oh yeah, for week. sure. I'd take this over Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. you, you know, a I wasn't a fan huge... of that. The end, you? yeah, no, it was fine. It was a bit well built, but yeah, I'd... yeah, yeah. I like really the end of Doctor me, Strange but... with the time loop, but the yeah. rest of it was yeah, slow yeah. starting. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I was I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, I came out just going, oh, that was that was fun. There was no point where I was like eye rolling going oh god that doesn't make any sense or there was a as I'm known to for me, but... falling asleep <laughs> you know I'm known to have a bit of a nap if it can't you know yeah. hold my attention and I didn't find myself and I felt like shit going into the film I almost didn't go to the screening because I was just like I felt like crap yeah mm. and I kind of perked up a little bit sort of on the drive in and then yeah so I was really surprised that I, I stayed awake during the whole thing and quite enjoyed myself and you know it made and we're talking about it two weeks after it came out it made Good cash in oh, the yeah. states, like eighty million dollar opening. It's going to be Justice League, apparently. That's uh, what I heard. Yeah, well, and it, it would on the verge. I feel like yeah. that's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like you thought Venom was shit. It's not as shit as Batman vs. Uh, Justice League or yeah. Batman vs. Superman. But I, I think I didn't know how I felt going, and I'm like, this is it's a movie that's happening. Marvel don't have anything to do with it, you know. And and Kevin Feige, the overlord of of the MCU, would be smart to go. Let's just see how yours... If people like it and it's actually a good movie, we can talk later about integrating Mm. it in and we can maybe retcon the origin a little bit, get Spider-Man involved in the opposite way than what he has, you know, when Venom was first introduced in the comics and all that. Because all the fans, God love us, but going into Infinity War, everyone's like, oh my God, Spider-Man's on an alien planet. That's where he's going to find the symbiote. He's going to bring it back to the Earth. And that's when Venom Mm. did... Oh my God, this it's all coming together. Well, you see of Infinity War, that sure as shit didn't happen. Venom starts (laughs) and you're like, okay, it's somewhat similar but they've got yeah. to make it at least at this stage that Spider-Man because the whole movie I'm like is there going to be some kind of connection we'll get into it is in, that guy um, meant in to sports. be Elon Musk but an evil dude and, yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me being a huge Eminem fan the, the the music the soundtrack was what drew me in a way or got me hyped up for it yeah and especially like because you know if you're an Eminem fan you know that he's got his alter ego Slim Shady as mm. well which I'm kind of surprised that he didn't play up more on this song. But, I mean, he's not going to... For me, it got me hyped up. But it's not... I mean, he's not going to win the uh, Oscar for Best Soundtrack. They'll mm. obviously go to Lady Gaga this year. But um, for that it's wonderful... I've st- I haven't seen the movie. I just assume. <laughs> I haven't even heard the song. <laughs> it's only out this week, so we're all right. We're all right. <laughs> I thought you were looking at it and going, do I need to defend myself for not knowing yeah. the Lady Gaga song? Uh, this is safe for him, mate. This fine. is all right. No, I mean, I'm, 
I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm more than I'm more than ready to go and have a cry during that film. Like, oh, I can't ready. wait to see it. I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah. Find those tissues in my pocket can be used for something else. So. Yeah. I mean, TMI, mate. <laughs> Eminem won the Oscar for the, for Eight Mile, Lose Yourself. Yeah, and then he didn't he didn't turn up. He's like, I won't win. And then he got it. He's like, Oh shit! Oh snap! So I wonder if he'll get nominated this year. So Come just, on, rock up! Yeah, make him show up. Yeah, yeah. Go out, buy himself a Venom shirt to wear. You know? Yeah, he yeah. won't go to the Grammys because of that. They do that. Yeah, right. All right, let's crack into uh, into spoilers. But yeah, I think if you haven't seen the movie, you just want a, a, a spoiler for a review. Yeah, thumbs up. It's like good fun, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I mean, fuck, it's, f- the critics. Yeah, f- the critics. Except yeah. us, because we were, <laughs> you know, we're giving it. Or calling us critics is like no, you're right. Way overstepping like our qualifications. I, actually, I apologize, because yeah. we're we're lucky enough to get um, premiere tickets a lot of the time through mm. Mitch, and riding those coattails. This yeah, this this time I actually paid for it, and I was happy that I did pay for the ticket. Yeah, no, so, and I was the same too. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, I had to I literally walk out of a screening that I was hosting <laughs> to go into the next day and pay for myself, Lincoln, and our respective girlfriends. Who power to them? We got there, and my wife said, "What are we here to watch?" I'm like, oh, oh so god, you took, you took your girlfriend and your wife. Oh, well, Sorry, well, Lincoln's girlfriend, my wife. They're both named Sarah. It's very confusing. Yeah, just say the Sarahs. They're both just say friends. The Sarahs, yeah, Sarah Squared. And <laughs> yeah. I said, oh god, I'm so sorry. It's Venom. She has. Oh, what's Venom? I'm like, oh God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, how do I explain you this? You should have so just said, oh, it's kind of a. Uh, it's Tom Hardy. Just watch it. Yeah. It's Tom and Hardy. He might take his shirt off. I went just to go in with that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if Tom Hardy does it for. Her. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'd have to ask. Why Did he have his shirt off? No. That's what I said. He might. If anything, oh, we're in spoilers. He, he wore yeah. big, big, big sweaters more than anything. Yeah. Mm. In San Francisco, because that's known for being a really sort of cold. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He was always damp. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers. So. Off the back of that last thing, no Spider-Man connection. I mean, there's there's names mm. and references of the Spider-Man world, but um, I I didn't know whether they were just going to reference him like being on the news or something. And that way, you don't have to include Tom Holland. It can just be yeah. that Spider-Man exists in this world, and maybe you show up in the next movie, and it could be Andrew could Garfield been, or or could have been a newspaper flying by or something, yeah. something yeah. that had a yeah. shot of him. Like obviously, it can't be the Daily Bugle because mm. that's in New York. But it's like, yeah, I was but he did. Expecting. I guess he mentioned New York, but yeah, nothing nothing went into detail about. Mm. Mm. About anything with to do with I'm kind of glad because I think Eddie Brock has always been the whole sort of impetus of it is he's jealous of Peter Parker. Mm. Like, he, you know, Peter Parker ruins his career and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, if, if Tom Hardy in any way plays up any jealousy of current Tom Holland. Just mm. makes him feel kind of pathetic, especially because he's huge. He's huge, and there's this <laughs> tiny little meek, yeah. you know, high school kid. Yeah, it's like I feel like until Peter Parker is old enough to be like a senior in college and working at the Daily Bugle and to be a real um, like peer of Eddie Brock's. Mm. Eddie Brock now can't have any kind of beef with Peter Parker, or those just makes him seem yeah. pathetic to me. So yeah. I'm kind of why I'm kind of glad there was actually no so Spider-Man many, Peter so Parker. So many investigative reporters. Like I'm playing Spider-Man on PS4 at the moment, yeah. and MJ is a reporter. I'm yeah, like, right. All right. Out. <laughs> Everyone wants to be a freaking reporter. So in what you're universe. saying is we should we should be going just keeping an eye on Koshi. Yeah, probably. And just, just see yeah, if he's actually time. got a, an alter ego. <laughs> Koshi! He's, he's, he's got Tourette's at the moment. He's saying things he doesn't mean to say on live TV. Uh, yeah, I was, I was the same. Like, uh, and even before that, when it starts off and you're in space and you see this shuttle coming back. Mm. Yeah. And I thought, oh, shit. Like, again, I don't know. Yeah, when is this meant to be set, by the way? 
like is, I guess it's in an alternate. It was universe. A, yeah, it was a very a, modern looking shuttle. Yeah, but I, it's funny if, if if we saw that in like the MCU and they said that was Stark Tech, we'd be like, oh yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. No ask. No, well, that, no yeah, asked. I think that's the biggest question I have because this isn't part of the MCU. Mm. So you're like, well, if you're going into this movie and like your wife Sarah said, mm. what is this about? Mm. And you're like, well, we don't have shuttles like that. Yeah, or it, it doesn't say in the near future or anything like that. Yeah, so and the Life Foundation itself didn't seem overly techie. Like once we got mm. to the actual facility, yeah, it didn't seem even on par well, with like. They didn't Tony's, even have security cameras. Wasn't apparently. even like Tony Stark. <laughs> like, Who did this? <laughs> Who did it? I will. I will smack you on the hand. Who did it? It's like, are you? F- but Serious? it's like Tony yeah. Stark's basement has more tech in it than the entire Life Foundation. Yeah. Which like they, they did have the, you know, the graphics and stuff on the glass of the of the um, oh, yeah. uh, cells the, and all that kind VR of stuff, stuff and a little touch. Yeah. But yeah, it just didn't oh, yeah. seem overly techy to match in with sort of what no. the shuttle and stuff looked like. Yeah. My little concern with that section was actually that they it was more of a, a plot thing. I think performances in this movie were fine, but there were a few little plot holes that I didn't realise watching the movie, like it didn't affect my watchability, mm. but thinking about later on, if they're going to expand on it, there were a couple of things where I thought, oh, wait, that doesn't make sense. And it's only sort of when you, you know, you stop and think about it is the shuttle was out looking for space real estate. That's what they specified. It was out there looking yeah. for real estate and that kind of stuff. So they weren't prepared to encounter the symbiotes at all. And look <laughs> look how much trouble we had in San Francisco yeah, trying yeah. to contain these symbiotes. Let alone zero G. Yet somehow, <laughs> like three or four unprepared uh, astronauts yeah. in a zero G environment in spacesuits, A, were able to capture them, yeah. and B, had those had capsules those <laughs> that <laughs> perfectly hold a symbiote <laughs> without it, you know, a symbiote can yeah. pass through your clothing. like So it really should have yeah, been able true. to pass through... Their spacesuits. I mean, yes, the spacesuits airtight. So I mean, maybe there's obviously an element had, of that going on. It obviously had amazing speakers that could amplify sixty thousand hertz. Yeah, which doesn't exist either. Right. But anyway, and then the other thing is like, <laughs> okay, so all I would have needed then was a line to maybe say, like from from Riot later on, to say they allowed themselves to be captured. You know, because yeah, they wanted to go true. investigate Earth. They don't yeah, have well, they don't have spacecraft. They found them on a comet or something. So I'm assuming they've just gone. Oh yeah, this is a way. Yeah. Because I was thinking kind of like, I know we're going to go on to S- Superman in a minute, but maybe that is like the the zone where you, the phantom zone and it's like a prison. Yeah. Well, no, see, they, they made them sound like they were like a covert ops team. There was like four of them that were yeah. a team and their job was yeah. to go out and, and find new places. And one so, of them was a loser. Yeah. So say, for example, <laughs> that Riot's like, okay, we're going to allow ourselves to be captured. Then why upon re-entry, which is the most dangerous time, would he then decide to break out mm. and attack <laughs> the astronauts because he yeah. could have just burst into flame in the atmosphere if he, if yeah, the true. shuttle wasn't that well built. So yeah. that was a little bit of an inconsistency I found just in that section. Yeah. And again, I didn't think about it in the film because I find the film was really well paced. Like I was like, oh, we're in space. Yeah. They've already found them. We're, we're kicking off. Like there was a really good yeah, sort of yeah. speed to it. Um but yeah, afterwards yeah, and they didn't I was like, need hmm. to explain it. I guess they kind of threw that line, and we found them on a comet or whatever. But yeah, I was yeah. happy enough to go. All right, we let's go. Yeah, like I said, it didn't. The pacing of the movie was really, really good. It's just sort of you know, and it wasn't probably the next day that occurred to me when I was sort of thinking about. It. I went, oh yeah, that's that's a bit odd. Like it's not a yeah. huge plot hole, but it's just one of those little jumps in logic where you go, 
Oh, how are they? And I thought, yeah, and I thought that, that symbiote was going to be Venom the whole time. I don't know if that was an intentional throwaway to throw you off, or it was. Yeah, because that's the thing about this movie is that you don't see Venom until about an hour in, mm. and yeah, you're seeing these other symbiotes that aren't bonding with the the test subjects, and then you keep cutting back to this other one that's coming from wherever they crash at Malaysia or yeah, wherever yeah. it was. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be... This. Oh, actually, once I realized it wasn't going to be Venom, I thought, oh, this is going to be Carnage for sure. Yeah, yeah. And that oh, we, yep. we might not even see him do anything until the end or even get a tease that for the, for the next one, which we did, but in a yeah. completely different way. I thought it was a little bit of a waste to have the other two symbiotes, like the, the blue one and the yellow one that just... Yeah, they just fizzled just, on the ground. And just died. Yeah. Like, well, they put one into that, into that sort of scientist doctor lady that came mm. to find Eddie, and then they both died. Yeah. And then that was one of my little plot holes is, you know, uh, Venom attaches itself to Eddie because it says, oh, you're a really, really close yeah. um, match to what I need. But then when he's in the MRI later on, it's like and he's only been in, in, attached to him for, say, a couple of days. Mm. Eddie's already dying. But I think some little thing that they forgot is at the start of the film, Riot attaches itself to that that female um, ambulance the paramedic. Yeah, yeah. paramedic yeah. And then in between there, and then when she jumps onto the little old lady, mm. or it might be a little bit after that, they say there's a little thing on the, on the screen that says like six, six months, months later. later. Yeah. So no, she got the old woman, and she was the old woman. Wasn't she the old woman for six? That's months? That's what I'm saying. She yeah, was, sorry, yeah, yeah, she was either the paramedic or the old lady. Yeah. For six months. Yeah. And it's like and if, just wandering around. Right. Yeah. So if, if Eddie is <laughs> took a, her six months to find the airport. <laughs> But it's like if Eddie is a near perfect match for Venom, and yeah. he's killing Eddie after a couple of days. Yeah, what is Riot doing to that little old lady for six? Was months? he actually? Because when when he got back to the hospital, didn't we find out that like he was basically making Eddie sick, like almost on purpose, sort of thing? Like, because otherwise they were a good match. That's what I actually couldn't quite get my head around it because of the Riot at the start bonded. Enough with the paramedic, but then still had the zombie limp going on until they got back to the town. Yeah. But then the old woman didn't need her cane anymore. It basically cured her. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a feeling and like old old woman because bones. when he was when Riot was in the paramedic, it was like it's almost like he sensed the little old lady behind. At first, I thought it was like, oh, she's a witness. Uh, Riot's going to kill her. Mm. But then he seemed to like sense her, and I think he must have sensed that she was a good match for him. In the little old lady, that's mm. the kind of subtext yeah. that I took to it. That's yeah. what I thought too. But then, if you know, she'd have to be so much better a match to Riot than Eddie is to Venom for him to be in her body for like six months and mm. it not deteriorate. What I, what I didn't get was they're flying down the highway in the ambulance, and Riot's just gone screw this and just exploded, killed those two people, crashed the ambulance, and then took over the woman and started walking slow as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you had a free ride, right? <laughs> At least to Which, the next town. Yeah, it's like it's like a five minute discomforting drive in the <laughs> yeah. in the back of the ambulance in a host that you don't particularly want. Yeah, versus like a four hour walk <laughs> in a crippled paramedic. It's like really, bitch. Yeah, that, okay, that fair was enough. weird. Yeah, but so I take it that Riot didn't heal her, and then she went and ate an eel, and then died because he left. I didn't get that. I think, mm. and then he went into the little girl for a little yeah, bit, and that's then right. she was gone. And yeah, I assume she died as well. Oh, you can't have a good movie without a child death, mate. <laughs> it's no <laughs> good. It's ever since Game of Thrones, it's pretty much <laughs> a necessity. Just expected, yeah. Yeah, I got a movie for you guys to see in a couple of weeks' time. Then that's what you're into. Um, I'm kind of glad we got the she venom. Yeah, and so that was that was again that was what, surprising. What helped? Con- what helped? What made me a little bit confused um, about? 
the the bonding was that Venom, yep, straight to well, he was in that the, the homeless woman that Eddie was a a, a fan of, mm. jumped into Eddie. Is that a euphemism? He was a fan of her. He's sure, he's been there. And um, then when uh, it, it it bonded with the dog because it was escaping through the hospital, found the dog. Went, that yep, gave sweet. me Hulk flashbacks. Yeah. I was like, I'm so glad like it didn't, didn't like launch some, venom yeah. out, like yeah. and just get covered in symbiote. Yeah, that I was worried about. I was so glad <laughs> they handled that. And it's like you see the dog, and then Michelle Williams just sees the dog, and the eyes glow or you know black over or whatever, mm. and you're like, oh. And the next time you see, it, it's like this perfectly formed she venom, like yeah. so much cleaner than what Venom and Eddie were. Like he was yeah. this big. Yeah. Hulky mass with like reckon- bits and pieces of symbiote hanging off. Whereas she, I'm looking, I'm like, damn, that venom's really <laughs> <f-ing> hot. <laughs> do you re- do you reckon she made it with a pomeranian to get the symbiote? Well, or, you know, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> deleted I- scene. This is, this is part of the Tom Hardy deleted scene stuff <laughs> yeah. that he's talking yeah. about. Now, this is what I was saying before about how sort of little I know. I didn't even know she venom was a thing. I've never heard or seen yeah. of she venom. Mm. I'd only heard of it through the mate because it, it's it's this character. It's it's Anne or Annie, whatever yeah, she that, was in the yeah. film. That's that oh. some research of yeah. her, and yeah, she's the she venom. I don't know what the origin story is, mm. but no. well, I, I think like, oh, um, cool. I think a lot of them are supposed to be like uh, children of of uh, venom. So it's like if he leaves, yeah, a, right. like Carnage is the son of Venom. Mm. Uh, he just kind of leaves a piece behind and it grows into its own kind of symbiote. Uh, okay. And they don't kind of look after their young or particularly like their young or anything like right. that. I think in some iterations as well, Carnage is actually like a um, like an artificial recreation. Like someone has, like a scientist has a tiny sample of Venom and tries to elaborate on it and create their own symbiote. Right. And that's how Carnage comes, comes along. But... Um, it's funny what you guys were saying before, though, about um, you know not having any any connection to the Marvel universe. Ironically, this film has more connection to the DC universe than I know, else. right? Yeah, D- okay. DC so comics I... exist in this universe. Yeah, that was so weird because she's like, "Oh, the sounds." So that's like his kryptonite. Yeah, she's like, I was "Oh, like, right, hang yeah, on, yeah. I don't write movie, I don't write notes when I'm watching the movies." But that one, I'm like, I have to put that down. <laughs> <laughs> that's ludicrous. So, that's according the... to Sony Marvel, yeah. Superman is the most popular comic book in yeah. the world. Well, it's a bit like, I know we do, also on Geek, we talk about the, the DC um, TV universe, and they reference Marvel in there as well. But it's such a funny thing with like, Kryptonite specifically, because it's almost part of our vocab Vacular, now. Yeah. That yeah. Kryptonite is, it's it, that's your weakness. Now, you can say Kryptonite to someone, and even someone doesn't watch Superman, no Superman. Yeah. You say Kryptonite, they know exactly what you're talking about. But still, oh, you when you're Kryptonite writing to me, it, yeah, you got to be so careful. Song, yeah. you know? Well, yeah. sure. <laughs> that <Yes>. is yeah. <laughs> But you've got to be so careful these days, Sony. I mean, seriously. You don't want to attach yourself to di- the DCEU. Right. <laughs> you want to distance yourself as far as possible from that kind of stuff. Yeah, I just found that funny. But yeah. like with the 60,000 hertz thing as well, like or whatever it was, 600,000 hertz, or I can't really recall. Whatever Have you been there. to com again? No, I can't remember if she said 600 or 60. I don't remember. But I'm just going, well, I don't mind the MRI d- doing that because it mm. probably would. But in terms of when you're at the... Those P those horn PA speakers, they definitely don't have the range of sixty thousand hertz. Yeah, like, oh, I thought that too when she was yeah, playing it across they can't the, ampli- the launch site. Like you can't amplify that. Yeah, mm. through those speakers. Yeah, because you can barely like you're in a train station, you can barely hear it. It's like mm. when that's that's twenty thousand hertz the yeah. most. And yeah. even if you could, how does she know how to do it? Yeah, right. rocks up to a facility she doesn't know, never yeah. been to before. Take a this. launch site <laughs> that's launching a shuttle into space. <laughs> yeah, and she's oh, like, look, oh, she walks in. It's a. F- Massive. Amplifier. <laughs> I'm in massacre. There is blood. There should be, but there's not because it's an M-rated movie. Yeah. There is blood f- 
everywhere, and she's went. Oh, I'm an on. Un- I'm an unemployed <laughs> litigator. Yeah. I will. Uh, I'll rejig this so yeah. that it can. You know. And luckily, they have like a graphics equalizer that goes up to sixty thousand hertz. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky that the launch <laughs> needs that because the launch is just you know if they're playing music <laughs> in the background. Yeah, 2001 Space Odyssey doesn't reach that's that. That's it, you know, you got to have that, you know, perfectly balanced. <laughs> but that that was that was my only two main nitpicks that I had while watching. Mm, my only other one is the actual the look of the symbiotes in terms of the eyes and the teeth and that kind of stuff because yeah. I always thought that Venom's look was yeah. a play on Spider-Man's Spider-Man. suit. Mm. Yeah, Obviously they didn't they didn't do the big white sort of tarantula across the chest. Great. Yeah. But in terms of the eyes themselves, I always thought that was a play on the fact that he first joined with Peter Parker, had those eyes, carried that along, and then had this, you know, out of nowhere, because obviously Spider-Man has no other kind of, you know, uh, features on his his mask, this big giant tongue and fangs and all that kind of stuff. So if these are just these gooey little symbiotes, you know, Riot and all the others and Shiva, they've all decided that that's their go-to look is we're all going to have those, yeah, you know, right. those Spider-Man walked eyes yeah. with a tongue. And it's like, and it's specified at the start of the film, they live in vacuum and all that kind of stuff. Why yeah. would they need a tongue that's and big true. giant fangs? <laughs> and saliva. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so if they're going to sort of, and this is a chat I had with Savage when we were there that night. It's like, okay, so if they're going to accentuate the human form, it's like, well, it's not like we have a mouthful of canines. Why... Mm. Why would it suddenly, how would it know and why would it think that a mouthful of fangs would be intimidating to humans? Mm. Oh, probably just to you bite know? someone's head and off. The big, but why? You know, that's, that's the other mm. thing as well. How do, how do they exist as little gooey symbiotes crawling around? Yeah, that's true. Is it, it's like if they, you know, take a host, is that when they need to eat people or do they need to eat people as little symbiotes? So yeah, there was just, all I needed was a couple of lines in there just to kind of flesh that out a little bit. Just for those of us who aren't, you know, huge Venom fans and also, you know, just if you're going to create a universe. My big thing, actually, it, it kind of was the cast. Like, had Tom Hardy, great. And like Brennan said, he carried it. And only after you see the movie do you go, oh, well, that's why you get someone like Tom Hardy who can who can actually play this role and, and act against himself and do it so well and convincingly considering the context of this story and this character. But heading in... I still was like, why is Michelle Williams doing this? Like, she is such a yeah. great actress. She does these horrifically emotional dramas and, and she's nominated for Oscars and, and all kinds of shit. She never, doesn't do movies like this. And I'm like, so what is, mm. what literally, what has drawn you to the project of Venom? How old are her kids now, though? Well, I, I did think about that, but I still think that, I, I don't think Matilda, I think, is, is the daughter with, with Heath Ledger. I think Matilda's like 12. Yeah, well, see, didn't. um. Uh, Michael Douglas. The whole reason he got onto Ant Man is because yeah. his grandkids wanted to see him in a comic book movie. Yeah. So it's like yeah, but it Marvel be... makes sense. That's what <laughs> I think. Like I don't, I Not don't know Venom. why. Yeah, she surely would have the people going asking questions. Going, do I get involved with Marvel? It's like sure, they're kicking home runs all over the place. Even not good movies will make <laughs> oh, a billion this is dollars. Sony and, Marvel. Yeah, it's like Sony, the the Sony Marvel, but without the Sony characters that you know already, like Spider Man. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. And I, get, I heard someone else speaking about this movie and they said there's that one line at the end of the movie where she looks at Tom Hardy, who's obviously, you know, Venom's dead, and they're sitting there having a coffee and she's like, oh, Eddie, I'm sorry about Venom. And they're like, that's yeah. why you get her. Because that line is so f***ing ridiculous and stupid <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that you she need this Oscar-nominated actress to uh, to say that. But, um, yeah, otherwise, because she's otherwise she's delivering, like, yeah, like cliche feed the cat, lines. Feed the cat. I didn't really mm. appreciate that. I was like, oh, sh- she got him a coffee. That's nice. Yeah. 
but newlywed. Yeah. Dumping, but, dumping yeah, him for losing his job seemed yeah, like a bit was, of a. a it was reach. just such a quick, yeah, it was a quick jump that I just think like there's there's clearly movie here that was cut out. Like mm. I yeah. just feel like that's not maybe not cut out, but I think the, there should have been a little bit more breathing room where she's just been fine. She's like, I heard what you did. Gives him the ring, and it's not even like yeah. you've broken my heart. I love you, but I can't be with you. It's just like yeah. I hate you. No, and it's gone. like no, yeah. no, no, you were you was yeah, you were like, so in love with me, and like, it's like. It could have just been just a few extra moments where it's just like, yeah. maybe he wasn't apologetic about it. He's like, I'm sorry, babe. But, you know, it's like, I had to do it. There was, or, there was yeah. no way I wasn't Or she going could have gone, it. look at this stuff that I have, but you can't tell anyone. Or, yeah, you know betray I mean? her like, trust that way. Yeah, betray her instead of just looking at an email. Yeah. And not, he, he didn't give her up. So I don't know why she got fi- fired anyway. I guess they would have must have narrowed it down to there's only a certain amount I guess of people so. well, on, your that, fiance on that, on that email <laughs> list and your, your, fi- your fiance knows. So, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's like, wouldn't they have known? It's like, oh, well, okay, she's engaged to an investigative reporter who has his own TV show. Oh, okay, let's, you know. Yeah. Now, on that, right, saying before that Venom doesn't really pop up into this movie for like an hour, was that a good thing or a bad thing for you? Because I actually was not only surprised, but I was, I actually thought it was a good move. I was actually enjoying the movie where it was just yeah, I Tom Hardy. A, I could have said a whole movie about Eddie Brock. Yeah, see, I've, I've, just, seen, I've yes. heard so much other people go, God, they just really took their time. I wish that would have never been there. That story made no sense. Or the, the, the life story, just the, the life foundation. Who who gives a shit? And I'm like, I understand all that. Like, there wasn't a lot of story and and like, why is bad guy a bad guy just for the sake of being a bad guy? Like, I, mm. I get all that. But I actually liked that they didn't just rush into, hey, CGI fest, an alien yeah. go- alien version of Spider-Man. Here's all this cool action scenes. That's it, because even, even some of the fight scene towards the end, like the big, got a little bit transformery. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was talking about, the Incredible Hulk. It yep. felt like that to me, because the, the main villain was always so much bigger than the than Hulk or mm. Venom in this case. And it's like, okay, now we've got to fight. And that's why I said I wanted the more kind of Jekyll and Hyde stuff where we did get it a bit later, where it and it was a bit more humorous as well, and like yeah. in the in the Seven Eleven or whatever it was, mm. where he's like, oh, "I'll eat you anyway," and he's like, "Sorry, I have a parasite." And even though that's <laughs> yeah. in the, even though that's in the trailer, I still la- I still laughed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually surprised stuff. with how much of the not that you knew it until you were watching, but how much of the end of the film was in all of the trailers, yeah. like that scene. So you knew that was coming, and you know you very rarely see anything like that. I was ex- mm. I was kind of expecting Miles Morales to be in this in a bit. Because I heard rumors that um, Sony were like, "Here, you guys have Peter Parker, and then we'll do the Miles Morales that story would be later." Cool. That would be cool. Because I don't know about you, but in the in the post credits and then the, also in the in the pre credits, it was the the cartoon, the Miles Morales cartoon, which looks terrible. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know why they did it. Like the story might be good, but I when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's got to be the animation first. Yeah, and that animation just doesn't look. Interesting. It's not an interesting kind of animation no. look to it. Yeah, Give it us Miles me, Morales. Give us a live action. Don't be pussies. Don't puss out yeah. and think just because he's a minority or he's not Peter Parker, people are going to blow up at it. People want. They've been wanting a Miles yeah. Morales um, Spider Man for years. Yeah. Wasn't um old mate in Homecoming? What's his name? The um the yeah, singer, the rapper, the rapper. Got, yeah. It's like they wanted him to be Miles Morales like ten years he still ago. Could be. Oh, well, see, no, Miles Morales is usually, like, even younger than Peter Parker. Like, yeah. when Peter Parker's 30, Miles is, like, 14, 15. Yeah, I get it. Um, but, I mean, he doesn't... Uh, Glover, that's his name. That's it, Donald Glover, that's it. Yeah, they kind of think he's kind of aged out of the role a little bit. Yeah, fair enough. But f- give us a Miles Morales live action. Mm. I'm totally down for it. 
I know it's harder if you're going to do a Gwenpool or um, Spider-Gwen and stuff because that's really getting into yeah. the Spider-Verse, which is what this animated film is going to be about. But Yeah, no one's going to be that interested in that in animation, no. I don't think, especially when you have such well, it's huge been budgets. Done. Miles Morales has been done a couple of times recently yeah. in the Marvel cartoons. So it's like, just stop wimping out and give us a live... I don't even care if it's... It doesn't have to be in Elseworlds. It could still be in the Marvel Universe if you wanted to. Or mm. Sony has the perfect opportunity because they are connected but not quite. It's like they have the perfect opportunity to introduce yeah. a Miles Morales. Well, that's that's why I thought it would be nice here to at least kind of introduce Miles in a way. Well, not You know, even just a hint. This yeah. is where we want to go with that. Yeah, that'd just, be, just that'd drop be... the name somewhere. Yeah. Maybe one of the um, police officers, like, because in the, what yeah, looks to be the right. animated thing, his father is a, police officer. a police officer. So yeah. it's like, there could have just been a Lieutenant Morales or something yeah. that, that came in at some point. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, we really need a live action. Because he's in, like I spoke about the, the Spider-Man game, they have Miles Morales in that. Oh, man, I, like I just he's... finished um, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, and they've got Miles <laughs> Morales. They've got, they've got them all. They've got Spider-Man 2099, Miles Morales. They've got Silk. They've got, you yeah. know, Spider-Carnage. Like, they've got them all in there. So it's like, just give us a frigging live-action Miles Morales. Yeah, well, I guess that's the good... The animated movie at the end of the year is going to be a good, you know, testing of the waters. So if people like it and like the character, then they could... Not retcon, but, you know, Venom 2. Because it's made enough money. I think they'll probably go and at least look pretty hard into a sequel. That mm. they'll be like, all right, well, in this universe, yeah. it's the Miles one. So well, we've we got Woody Harrelson, obviously. Yeah. So he'd be good. Is Carnage, is he going to play? Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like angling it. Well, that's yeah. the, everyone knew that he was in this movie a, a long time ago. No, they didn't I know didn't. Who was... I had no idea. Oh, really? Yeah, no, see. No idea. See, yeah, I... I knew I knew that he was. I knew that he was in it. No one knew who he was going to play, but the the hot pick just because he looks crazy anyway. Um, they said, "Oh, what if he was Cletus Cassidy?" And was like, "Oh, is he a little bit too too old to play that role? Is he not? Whatever." And then as the movie's going along, I'm like, "Where is he? Where yeah. is he?" And then it, it got further. I'm like, "Oh, okay, he's definitely going to be Khan. He's definitely going to be Cletus. When are we going to see him?" And I just thought, yeah, that that symbiote was going to be Carnage and maybe find its way. Sorry, that the right one find its way back to America and then come across. Cletus, or, or or that Cletus was going to be one of the homeless people that they that they brought in to be oh. human guinea pigs, and and that they were going to bond, and it was going to be like an end scene thing, like maybe even they think that it kills him, and then it comes back to life at the end or something. I don't know, but see, I had no idea. I didn't know Woody Harrelson was going to be in it at all. Yeah. So for the end credit sequence, I was actually expecting a a Spider Man Peter Parker right. Easter egg. Yeah. Like given that, and again, I haven't really looked into it, but I like um the next Spider-Man movie being Far From Home. It's like, well, I thought I was going to see Peter Parker getting off a bus and it's like a school excursion to San Francisco or something like that. Yeah. And there was going to be a little a little something-something there. So, yeah, I was completely out of it. And then when the um, end credit scene started and um, he was approaching a prison, I thought we might end up seeing um, Scorpion yeah, uh, yeah. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Homecoming, given that he was in prison and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So... Um, yeah, I was I was kind of pleasantly surprised, and I was like, "Oh wow, Woody Harrelson, okay." They they went full out with that wig. They really wanted to be accurate <laughs> with that wig. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it looked like if they if they do do a Venom two and and Carnage is in it, but um, well, with Carnage, obviously with Carnage, you 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 got to expect that the rating. Well, everyone's for as long as the Spider Man movie's been around, people have you know obviously the idea of Venom. We got that you know ten years ago, uh, kind of, and then it's like, well, what if they did Carnage? They would need to have an R rating for Carnage. In this, people said, well, you could have had an R rating for Venom as well. I think they got away with not using it. It was fine, except for that scene where he took on 
the SWAT members at the at the base of his old building. Oh, yep. And that was a really cool little action sequence. And I thought if that had a bit more brutality about it, that would have been really something else. I think it was good as it was, but the idea that they've pushed it maybe as far as they could, uh, but with Carnage, do you want to see those limitations? Can they get away with those limitations for a character like Carnage, who is this insane serial killer as Cletus Cassidy, and then you get give him basically like, you know, an alien acid injection that just makes him even crazier and more violent. I I don't see them, especially with the money that this has made. They're not going to say, well, we need that R rating to get more cash. They're not going to want to risk it. Yeah, because my main sort of, like I said, you know, I don't have a huge sort of knowledge of of the, you know, symbi- and now there's like a, there's like the symbiote home planet that, you know, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy visit in the cartoons and stuff like that, where they all look like Venom. But my only sort of differentiation that I knew of between Carnage and uh, Venom in terms of their abilities is that Carnage could do the constructs very much like Riot was doing in this film, yeah. creating the yeah. big, uh, you yeah. know, um, blades, blades and-, and sickles and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, well, they, there was plenty of Riot doing that kind of stuff in this film, mm. you know, and it didn't seem too... Too, too much of a cop-out or a cheap-out that there wasn't blood and guts and all that kind of stuff. Not that I'm a huge fan of that anyway. Yeah, I think the only difference for me was that um, I didn't see the guys get his head bitten off even though they've said that he it did. Mm. And I was kind of like, oh, did I miss a bit? Or they just obviously cut that last pivotal moment, moment where you, his head's missing from his body. Yeah, which which again, like, I didn't... Like, I, I've seen fans calling for it and they want it. They want us... I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know... Venom bit heads off people, you know. <laughs> I yeah, neither did I. I assumed. I was well. I'm I'm used to <laughs> like the <laughs> the G-rated, you know, yeah. you know, cartoon from the '90s. So it's like that was never, that was never a thing. Yeah. So I always found um, Morbius to be a more terrifying character than Venom because he mm. he was like a vampire, but b- via the hand and stuff. I always found that to be really sort of creepy and gross. So yeah, I I enjoyed it, and yeah. you know, if they do another one, I'll go see it. I don't know whether I'll add this to my DVD collection or anything like that. Yeah. Having said that, I still haven't done that for Doctor Strange or any of the Hulk <laughs> films or anything like that. So, um, so are they intending to the, for this to be separate from Marvel, from the MCU? I think from what Mitch said before, I agree with what Mitch said, they'll wait and see how it goes right. before Kevin Feige goes, okay, we'll change our plans and move things around mm. uh, to accommodate it. Right. Um, if it's an absolute flop, then I think they can just go, you, you guys can have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have that Sony. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. And as much as I want to see, you know, the classic, like the, the, the symbiote finding Spider-Man, bonding with him well, slowly turning him a little bit, him ripping it off by choice, Eddie Brock hating Peter Parker beforehand, finding the symbiote that hates Spider-Man, they have a mutual hatred for that other guy. And... And watching that sequence, like you said, with the old cartoons, or even the way they did it with, uh, with Spider-Man 3... If this isn't to be connected, we're not going to see the MCU use Venom for another at least 10 years. It's been 11 years since Sony have used him. Mm. Marvel aren't going to rush him in. It's like now that they've got the X-Men rights back and Fantastic Four, how soon are they going to rush those characters into the MCU? Or are they going to want that breathing room between the other companies using them? Um, So it's kind of like, well, I, I want to see Venom. I want to have fun with Venom watching him at the movies. Do I want to wait a long time and see him maybe integrated into the Marvel films if this one isn't to work? Or do I just want to go, oh, let, okay, let this play out and, and, and let it see its course? And 
hopefully it turns out to be, you know, not shit, mm. basically. Yeah, well, like I was saying before, it's like, I can't see Tom Hardy and Tom Holland having any kind of rivalry. That No, it doesn't make maybe sense. Maybe to- Tom Holland in 10 years? Yeah. Sure. But at that point, is Tom Hardy aged out of it a little and bit? And I'm kind of over that kind of, oh, I hate you. Like, it, it for me, it fe- seemed a bit high school, even in Spider-Man 3. And I'm like, I've se- we've seen it so many times. Mm. I'm happy. I think Sony did a good enough job with Venom to go, if they wanted to, on their own and do their own Spider-Man story without the MCU. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to wait 10 years to see more. I mean, look at X-Men. For the most part, that's done fine. It's yeah. a fine... Not, I guess, in a way, we're so used to comic book films being interconnected, you know, because yeah. of the MCU. We're used to seeing Easter eggs and stuff like that. I mean, before the MCU came along, I was quite happily, like, just, you know, chocking along with um, yeah. the the, the Tobey Maguire um, Spider-Man films and the X-Men films. Mm being separate and sort of no sort of overlap there, I was totally fine with that. That's, yeah. you know, that was fine. Um, so, yeah, you know, if, if they go this way, then, you know, as long as they keep it entertaining, yeah. it's fine. I think so. Speaking of, though, there is a petition. If you want to go and do it, there is a uh, change.org, like, petition <laughs> going around now where people want Tobey Maguire to play a pizza delivery guy a la him in Spider-Man 2 in Spider-Man Far From Home, and I am so about it. I am all about it. Like Isn't that, that a would bit be of amazing. A spit in the face. I mean, I'm happy for it, but it's kind of like cop that, Toby. Well, you just have sea biscuit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd just be happy to have a job, wouldn't he? What's Toby Maguire done lately? Speaking of the MF, I tell you what, I saw a great uh, clip of him. I don't know, it was like TMZ or something yesterday, but he was like, photographers were in his face. I don't even know how old it was. It might be ten years old, but it was just a great clip to, to resurface if it was. Uh, and if it's if it's new, what's making him so angry? He's in his car and he's winding out his window, and they're just. There's flashes everywhere. And and he's like, guys, guys, can you just, can you move? I actually can't see the cars in front of me, so I'm not, guys, guys. And then he sort of like ducks back into his car so he can open the door and just bang straight into the pap next to him. And he's like, I can't see the car. Get out of my way, you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, but he looks like Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire. I'm like, I don't buy you, wow. angry, angry little boy. <laughs> that haircut's not fooling anyone. As I as I pull hair out of my own forehead and eyes. Oh, I need a haircut. That's beside the point. Uh, the haircut's fine as long as you don't start dancing yeah. after this. Yeah, don't yeah. don't combine the two. One or the other. One <laughs> or the other. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's our that's our Venom chat. Um, yeah, I'm I'm actually glad we're all in unison because Maddie, I was really worried about you, and then you liked it. Lincoln, Why? I'm, I liked I'm it not known day. to hate things. No, I'm not known to get worked up over <laughs> movies fine. and hate things. Unlike unrealistically high like, yeah that's not what I'm known for and then Brendan obviously two weeks later saw it and I just thought oh god there's a lot of there's a lot of room to read bad raps on this film mm. between us seeing it fresh yeah. and you seeing it and I didn't ask you how you felt until we started recording and you said that yeah you, you I think we're all in agreement, which is crazy and kind of boring for a podcast where we all agree but mm. at least we didn't we didn't know that going in so that's it and it's you know it's typically a bad sign of like if we all see the movie separately you know mm. if, if we if we don't all make the effort and are able to go and yeah. like see a screening together it's usually because we're kind of just like yeah. uh, we couldn't be bothered yes. putting the effort life life has taken over we'll do so so it's like the fact that we all kind of made the effort to go and see it separately and then come in and chat about it and actually all feel the same about it yeah. is very rare for us. Having said that, we all saw, because of life, Infinity War completely separate as well. Mm. Oh, that's true. And that turned out pretty well. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's that a, exception. part of that podcast. Maybe that's a so new thing we that, should be doing. That was <laughs> what was wrong. <laughs> I thought it was going to be terrible because I brought my, uh, my niece and her boyfriend and normally the rule is if they come to a screening with us, it's usually a shit film. 
Yeah. Like they came to Ghostbusters with us. They came to <laughs> killing asleep. killing joke with us. Yeah. So it's like, you know, usually if they're coming Sorry. to a film, I'm like, it's going to be bad. Squad? I, think they, I think they were at Suicide Squad, weren't yeah. they? I can't remember. Mitch, yeah. Oh man, Maybe. I was throwing out tickets like crazy to that screen. <laughs> well, you, you had them to spare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we packed that out, and everyone went home. I think happy. the main reason that brought Ooh. me of was the the Eminem aspect. I know it's just a song, but I just I'm like, oh, I want to be a part of this. I had no idea about it until it started playing in the end credits. Oh, really? I was like, oh, is that Eminem? Oh, okay, yeah. well, fair enough. He's still kicking around. Let's get it on again now. <laughs> sure is. Boom. He's actually touring Australia. Sold out. Oh, what sold else is boring? Soon. What else? I said, what else is boring? Oh, fine. We'll get you two tickets. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, you can bring a friend. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's our uh, Get Into Geek uh, review on Venom. So if you've uh, been a bit hesitant and you've managed to sit through the spoilers, that's interesting, but uh, go check it out. Uh, you can check out all of our uh, Marvel uh, TV podcasts with uh, Maddie and I. Uh, DC TV podcasts, obviously new seasons kicking off as well on the channel. Um, some uh, trailer reviews, all that gear. Just search Get Into Geek on uh, your favorite podcasting app. Or you can check all three of us, plus uh, Reese and sometimes Lincoln, Get into Gate Weekly Stargate SG1 podcast. If uh, you're new to that show, go and get amongst it. It's a bit of fun. Uh, we get crazy, guys. <laughs> That's just <laughs> classic us, right? Right. Stargate every Sunday, new podcast. Go and search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow Get Into Geek. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie, where you at? At High Pitch Maddie. And Brendan. At the Bren Gibson. And I don't know what our next movie is, guys. Uh, maybe maybe a star is born. Hey, yes. hey. Absolutely. yay! Giving me a million reasons. Oh, what's about? You like a, you like a parasite, and I probably ruined your parents' life and your childhood too. Because if I'm the music that y'all grew up on, I'm responsible for you. The cars, the fools, I'm the super villain. Dad, mom is losing their marbles too. You marvel that Eddie Brock is you, and I'm the suit. So call me. I got that. I got that. 